Hello, good morning. This is Rick Pina, and I am bringing you today's word for February 5th. 2021. I'm teaching a series entitled Progress on Purpose. If you want to make progress, you are going to have to be intentional. And I'm, I'm teaching this series because I believe the Lord has declared that over this year, we will operate in new levels. This is a year of new levels for us. We're going to level up in every area, in every facet, in every aspect of our lives. But if we want what God has already provided, we have to pursue this progress on purpose. We have to be intentional. That said, uh, talking about progress on purpose, being intentional in every area and every facet of our lives, I've been teaching about being intentional, pursuing progress in five areas, spiritually, financially, physically, internally, and externally. So in all of these areas, if we, we want to experience everything that God wants for us in this season, in all of these areas, in every area and every facet of our lives. So I already taught on spiritually, I already taught on financially, and now I've been teaching on on physically. Now, on the physically aspect, I said that I would cover four things. I would cover number one, answer the question, is health and wealth good or bad? And I did that already. And you should watch that video. It's, it, it's, I, it baffles me that some people think that lack is good or sickness is good. That's not the will of God at all. Number two, healing is the will of the Father. And so I've been in this vein and I'm kind of still stuck in this vein. Maybe on Monday, I'll go to number three. Number three is God wants you to live long and strong. And then number four, I'm going to share some things with you that you can do in order to live long and strong. You got it? All right. So I'm still dealing with health and healing. Uh, I'm flowing in this vein that healing is the will of the Father. And it's a Friday and I, lo I love closing out the week strong, heading into the weekend strong. And I was like, okay, Holy Spirit, what do you want to do today? So today what I'm going to do is instead of giving you like major you know, thoughts that I kind of go deep into, I'm just going to give you quick thoughts but I'm going to give you 15 of them. <laughs> so 15, boom, 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 nuggets. Uh, I'm going to build my case here. I'll give you 15 things as we go through this to close out the week strong, head into the weekend strong. I want you to know that health and healing is the will of God. You ready? I'm about to get started. So open up your heart to receive, rid your mind of all distractions. Here we go. Number one, God sent you to this planet. Look at me. I want you to know this. God sent you to this planet to accomplish his divine purpose. You are here for a reason. You are here on an assignment. God is a completely purposeful God. He does nothing that is in a haphazard way. He sent you to this planet when he did and where he did because of why he did. You are here on assignment. And so you're supposed to stay on this planet until you complete your divine assignment. I've told you many times, I've had you to say out loud, I will not die because I'm sick. I will not die because I'm old. I will only die when I'm done, right? And so, so there are people in the Bible that gave up the ghost when they were done. It wasn't just Jesus. You can get to the point where you're done. And when you know that you've completed your divine assignment, you can give up the ghost and go and go on to be with the, with the Lord and you will forever be with the Lord. And I got it. But you're here to complete your divine assignment. Now, what some people don't understand is that the devil gets a vote and you get a vote too. So there is a devil, right? And so we do have an enemy. And so since we have an enemy and then since we get a vote too, right? Uh, let me explain the, the part about our humanity. God has set up the earth to function on a system of sowing and reaping, cause and effect, 
and the free will of humans. So yeah, the devil has a vote and we have a vote too, right? So our decisions and our actions matter. And then further, right? This is something that some people just don't like give any thought to. Not only do your decisions and actions matter, but you have been positively or negatively impacted by the decisions and actions of those that went before you in your bloodline. And so, so, and watch this, those that come behind you, your children and your children's children will be either positively or negatively impacted by the decisions that you make. So the blessing and the curse pass on to the second and third generation. And so all of that, you got to understand that Satan is doing stuff and you got to understand that humans are making decisions. And, and so stop blaming God for stuff that he's like, hey, that wasn't me. It's, it's my will that you prosper and be in health, even as your soul prospers. You got it? All right. Number two. So while sickness and disease are not of God, Satan has manipulated people to do crazy things. P Satan has manipulated the cross-contamination of humans and animals and different types of animals in a way that leads to mutations and diseases. Now, I'm not going to get into COVID-19, but do some research on that. COVID-19 is an example of that, right? There's some animals that were never supposed to be in proximity to each other, cross-contamination. And then as humans, we're not supposed to be in proximity of that, all of that cross-contamination. And so all of this has happened. Uh, and and then this, this causes mutations and diseases and all of that. And then further, when you think about humans, they're humans that have just made poor decisions, poor decisions where diet and exercise are concerned, and they've brought sickness and disease upon themselves. And then when you think about the fact that, remember, the blessing and the curse passes on to the second and third generation, and some of the, de the decisions that our forefathers made now became hereditary, and some of that stuff passed on to us, and we were born that way. We didn't even, it wasn't us. Like, we were born with some stuff in our DNA that really was not the will of God, but somebody in my bloodline made a decision. But now that I'm born again, glory to God, I'm going to break the curse, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to change some stuff. And and it stops with me and, and I'm, I'm establishing a, a legacy of righteousness and all of that stuff. But you got to you got to understand that some of this is not the will of God, but it's something that Satan did. It's not the will of God. It's something that humans did. It's not the will of God, but people get to make decisions. And so some of these crazy decisions have led to this stuff and it was never the will of God. You got it. Number three. God has provided guidance on when I get to this about living long and strong. I'm going to teach on Leviticus a little bit, but God has provided guidance around diet and exercise. He actually told us in the word what not to eat. And, and you go, oh, Brother Pino, that's Old Testament. Okay, cool. So in the New Testament, once you're born again, did you get a different type of body or something? No, we have the same type of body that they had in the Old Testament. So if God told them not to eat that stuff in the Old Testament and we're eating it now in the New Testament, don't think that th that that's good. No, it's not good. God told, God told them what not to eat. And, and, and so sometimes we just don't want to acknowledge that. So yeah, our diet matters, exercise matter. And, and then when you, when you consider the fact that God sent Jesus into the world to save humanity of sin and sickness. Yeah. So yes, he paid the price on the cross for our salvation. He also paid the price on the cross for sickness and disease, but that doesn't mean that our diet and exercise doesn't matter. I mean, like at the end of the day, yeah, you receive healing, but God also leads you to, you have to protect, you have to honor the physical body that you have. You only have this earth suit for a little while. You're going to be in the earth for a short amount of time. And so you want to honor the one physical body that God gave you and don't make poor decisions where that's concerned. You got it? All right. Number four, 
Most people believe that God can do anything. Now I'm shifting into faith. Now, for the rest of the message today, these points are really going to be about faith and healing and what God has already provided. But I needed to to lay the foundation there for your, your decisions matter too. All right. So most people believe that God can do anything, right? I mean, most Christians, yeah, God can do anything. But what they don't understand that in some cases where God's already done it. So for example, I keep comparing healing to salvation. If, if you know somebody that, that is not born again and you talk to them about Jesus, right? Or you, are you talking to them and they say, oh yeah, I want to be saved. Do we, it's like, okay, now do we have to pray for God to do something for them to get saved? No. Do we have to pray for God to provide something for them to get saved? No, it's already been provided. Jesus already paid the penalty for it. What do they have to do? They just have to receive it. So, so there's a difference between you thinking that God has to do something versus something that's already done. If something is already done, all you have to do is receive what's already been provided. That's how it is with healing. I think some people, well, I know some people are waiting. God, I need you to heal me. I want you to heal me. I need you to do this. I need you to go touch such and such. I need you to go do, like God has to go do something. No, God has, God has already done it. There's a difference between something that I'm waiting on God to do and me realizing what's already done. See, number five, he that comes to God must believe that he is, that he is. And that's Hebrews 11 and six. And, and that, that he is now, like, I mean, faith is always now Hebrews 11 and one. So God it's not that God is going to do something. I have to believe that God is not that he's going to be as it relates to healing. I have to believe what he's already done, not what he's going to do. And so, so there's a difference there. I have to believe and receive what God has already provided. Number six, God saves now. When does God save? Salvation is already provided. Now, when people receive it, when do they receive it? They receive it now. He prospers now. Psalms 118 and 25. So if you're looking for God to do something in the future as it relates to your healing, then you're not going to receive because it's already provided. You're not waiting for God to do something in the future as it relates to salvation. So you shouldn't be waiting for God to do something in the future as it relates to healing. Healing has already provided, uh, already been provided. So if you can understand that, um, then you can understand how to receive, how to, how to take your healing, how to receive your healing. Okay. Number seven, I have a lot to go through still. So a leper, a leper walks up to Jesus, Luke chapter five. He said to Jesus, can you make me clean? Jesus said, be clean. And immediately the Bible says the man was made clean, right? We serve a God of the now. He was like, listen, healing is now. Healing has already been provided. It's not like, can you do it? Of course God can do it. It's already done. But you have to have the faith to receive it. Hope, number eight, hope is always in the future. Hope is like someday God is going to do this. Someday God is going to do that. That's your hope. I'm hoping and wishing and hoping and praying. That's hope. Hope is always future. Faith is always now. Faith is not, is not future. Faith is now. Faith is like, okay, let me understand what God has already provided and let me exercise my faith. Number nine, you are not waiting on God. To be clear about this, you are not waiting on God to provide healing. Healing has already been provided. First Peter 2 and 24, Peter was looking back at the cross and said, by his stripes, we were, past tense, healed. You are the healed. If you have sickness in your body, even right now, if you have sickness in your body, I'm telling you, you are the healed. As a born again believer, 
You, you have to believe and receive your healing. If there's a difference between what God is saying and the reality that you're experiencing, then you can't put your humanity over your divinity. You have to, you have to believe. You have to say, you know what, Lord? I see a reality in heaven that's different than the reality that I'm experiencing here in the earth. And, and I believe that you want me to experience heaven on earth. So my job is to believe and receive by faith what heaven has already provided. I'm pulling down from heaven to receive in the earth what's already done. Number 10, we live in two realities. I've told you this before. We are living in two realms at the same time. And so we live in God's realm. We're born again. We're seated in heavenly places. We're, we're getting downloads from heaven. But we're also living in the earth and we're down here and we're talking to people and we're going to Zoom calls and we're making and we're dealing with our kids and our family and all that. And so we're living in two realities at the same time and we have to learn how to navigate through both realities. 11, John 10 and 10 tells us that Jesus came, that we might have life, have it in abundance to the full till it overflows, right? And so that's an abundant life. Now, if you're not experiencing abundant life, then you got to say, okay, Lord, you came that I would have life and have it more abundantly. If I see in the earth something that doesn't line up with that, then I have to make a decision. I have to learn how to navigate both realities. There's a reality that you're speaking to me something that I'm not experiencing yet in the earth. And so what do I need to do? Spend time with the Holy Spirit. There are some things that you will that the Holy Spirit will lead you to do by faith. Faith is something you say, something you do or seed you sow based on the reality that God is speaking to you so that you can experience what's happening in the spirit realm. You can experience in the natural realm. Say amen to that. Number 12, when you develop a prosperous soul, I taught on this already, third John two, then your soul is like, okay, now I'm going to, your soul is receiving things from the spirit realm. And so your soul is like, you know what? I'm going to receive so that I, so that my natural experience can catch up with my spiritual reality. Let me say that again. A prosperous soul positions you to receive a natural experience that aligns with your spiritual reality. So if you go into your prayer closet and the Holy Spirit is speaking to you about something and you get excited and you write it down, you put it on your vision board, and then you come out of your prayer closet and the, and the world that you're dealing with here on a daily basis is not that, right? So then there's a disconnect between what God is saying and what you're experiencing in the earth. And so faith brings those two worlds together. So you're like, okay, now, Father, what do I need to do to experience what I keep seeing in my prayer closet? You go back to your prayer closet and the Lord is speaking to you and you're excited and, you write, and you're, you're meditating on it. You're medicating on it. And then you come out of your prayer closet and you're dealing with people and circumstances and things that don't align with that reality. So at, at the end of the day, you, you have to navigate both realms. Which one are you going to believe? If you continue in faith, then it's only a matter of time before what you're receiving in the spirit manifests in the earth. Say amen to that. Number 13, there is nothing else Jesus had to, has to do as it relates to healing. Jesus has already done it. So stop looking for God to do something where your healing is concerned. Healing has already been provided. Number 14, I only have two more, then I'm done. Look at me. You are a spirit. Like the real you is a spirit. The real you as a spirit is going to live forever in one or two places. So the real you is a spirit. Your spirit, you are a spirit. You have a soul. Your soul is your mind, your emotions, your will, right? And then your spirit and your soul live in this body for right now. 
So if your spirit is telling your soul you're healed, but your body is telling your soul I'm sick, then you have a conflict. You have a conflict between what your spirit is saying. So, so think of it this way. Your spirit is connected to the Holy Spirit and you're getting input from heaven. I love you, son. You're healed. Healing is already provided, right? Your soul is in the middle, your mind, your emotions, your will, your thinker, your feeler, your chooser. Over here, you have your body. Your body is saying, ow, I'm, I'm, I'm sick or this hurts, right? So your spirit is saying I'm healed. Your body is saying I'm sick. In the middle, you have your soul. Your soul chooses. You have to decide which one you're going to believe. Am I, if you pivot this way, I accept what my body is saying. I accept five physical senses. I live as a mere human. If I pivot this way, I accept what God is saying. I'm receiving from the spirit. I'm receiving from heaven. And it's only a matter of time before I experience heaven on earth because I'm believing and receiving from this side. And this side, 2 Corinthians 4 and 18, the unseen realm is more real to me than what I can see with my natural eyes. So I'm making a decision. I am the just. I live by faith. I don't live by sight. I, I'm not going to live my life based on what my five physical senses is telling me through my body. I'm not relating to this world just with my physical body. No, I'm going to relate to this world through what I'm receiving from my spirit, which is born again, connected with the Holy Spirit. And so the Holy Spirit is bearing witness with my spirit that I'm born again, that I'm a child of the most high God. And since God is a spirit and he's not, doesn't have to communicate to me with through senses because he's not sensual. He's spiritual. God is a spirit. He's communicating with me spirit to spirit. The Holy Spirit is my direct connection to the father. So I'm getting input from heaven. I'm getting input from my body. Which one am I going to believe you? A, a, a prosperous soul is pivoted this way, not this way. I don't know how else to explain this. I'm trying to make this as simple as possible. Number 15. And finally, faith is not about you trying to get God to do anything. Faith is about realizing what is already done. So when I'm hearing something on this side, I have to know that, hey, God has already provided it. It's already done. And so when I come back out of my prayer closet, I now have to make decisions in the present based on what God revealed to me about my future because it's future to me, but it's past to him. For God is already done. For me, it's only a matter of time. I don't know. I, I did my best to try to explain this as simple as I can. Healing is already done. It's already been provided. But I'm going to deal with this next week. We do have to make decisions like diet and exercise. We do need to take care of our body. You got it? I said a lot today. So this may be a message you need to, to watch again. All right. So let's close this message out. Go into the weekend with a declaration of faith. Lift up your voice and say this. Say, Father, Jesus healed the sick everywhere he went. There was not one sickness, infirmity or disease that was able to withstand the power of Jesus. Jesus clearly had authority over sickness and disease, and he exercised that authority in the earth. Jesus came to destroy the works of the devil. Since Jesus destroyed sickness, then sickness must be from Satan. Jesus would not destroy something you establish. Further, Father, Jesus taught us to pray this way. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. So I pray on earth for what I see in heaven. There is no sickness in heaven. There is no disease in heaven. There is no lack in heaven. Further, Father, your word teaches me that sickness is part of the curse 
And Jesus died to redeem me from the curse of the law. Therefore, I declare that I forbid any sickness or disease to reside in my body. Your kingdom has come. Your will shall be done on earth as it is in heaven in me. Every disease germ in every virus that attaches itself, attaches itself to my body. I declare that it must die instantly in the name of Jesus. By faith, I declare that every cell and every system in my body functions in the perfection in which you created it to function. I forbid any malfunction in my body. I level up this year. I live long and strong and I know greater is coming for me. I declare this by faith in Jesus name. Amen. This is today's word. So please apply it and prosper. If you're not getting these messages, you want that declaration of faith. You want all my notes. You get my notes for free. Go to todaysword.org. Click on the subscribe button, put in your email address. You're going to get all my notes in your email inbox every day for free. Listen, healing has already been provided. Health and healing is the will of the father. I'm going to keep teaching on this next week when I talk about long and strong and how God wants you to not leave this earth because you're, you're old or you're sick. You should only leave when you're done. You got it? All right, so do me a favor. Two things. Number one, leave me some comments in the chat if this message has been a blessing to you. And then number two, share this message right now on your social media, on your timeline, and with your friends. I release you into this weekend. Have an amazing day. Have an amazing weekend. And I'll see you on Monday morning. God bless you.